1: It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin.
2: RW Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today.
1: Clues, underwear drawers, It's all got to go now.
2: Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows Me <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me Activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundiescom roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in.
3: I'm Courtney Robertson, the most notorious villain in Bachelor history. And I have more than a few secrets to tell. But I am not the only one with tea to spill. Every week I'm going to be talking to another icon of reality television about the things they can only say off contract. Welcome back to off contract. My apologies for my hoarse voice. It's kind of sexy, right? <laughs> I went to a wedding this weekend, um, for my dad who got remarried to his college girlfriend. Can you believe it? It's a great story. I'll have to share more on that later. But I wanted to start off by thanking everybody for tuning in to my first episode with Ashley I, all the positive feedback, really appreciate it. So anyway, I wanted to start off by just explaining why I wanted to start a podcast. Uh, I've been getting asked that a lot lately. So back in my era, (laughs) there were no podcasts, blogs were kind of a thing. Um, Instagram was just kind of starting out. I wrote a book about my experience, which was a tell-all, probably one of the first tell-alls, but since the book came out. So much has happened. The game has changed a lot, and I wanted to have an ongoing conversation about how reality TV really changes the lives of people that that do it. Sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. I've been on kind of both sides, so um, that's the reason I love the podcast podcast format. Especially having two kids, it's something fun I can do on the side and hopefully entertain you guys. So. I have a really good guest for you today, and he has done a lot of amazing things with his platform, so I'm excited to get to him. Buckle up. It's going to be juicy, Uh, but first, you might have seen me last week on um, The Bachelor with Zach, and I have to say, everyone says he's boring, but having met him in person, I disagree. He had filmed the night one before... The group date, which I think is kind of unheard of, they usually give you a, d- a down day to kind of recover because it's such a late night, especially having more girls on the cast. Um, it just takes longer. So, anyway, he was having drinks, he was so personable. We got to chat with him before we started filming, and he has really high likability. He's very good looking in person. He might be one of those people that is better looking in person, not to say he's not good looking on camera, but you know what I mean. When you see somebody in real life um, and you kind of get their aura, he was charming. He's got swag. So I'm excited to see him debunk the boring rumors. Let's hope. Maybe the editing will be favorable. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Victoria Fuller is just as much fun as she is and as you would think. We had a hoot. We had some drinks. Um, She was going to go do a TikTok with Lotto. She's so brave. She's like, "Um, can I get a TikTok with you? And I'm like, good for you, girl. Work that social media. And I was like, "Can I be in your TikTok?" You know, I'm old old school. <laughs> anyway, if you want a good laugh, go and watch Victoria Fuller's TikTok with Lotto. I'm jumping around in the back trying to get a little screen time. The comments are a must-read. Like, you just you gotta read it. So anyway, that was fun. I've got a great guest, like I said, um, coming up. So buckle up. Here we go. Today's guest was a standout Division I football player who helped lead the University of Missouri to -to back-to-back SEC championship games. He played four preseason games in the NFL for the Seattle Seahawks before going on to finish in 8th place on Michelle Young's Bachelorette Season 18, which led him to becoming the Season 26 Bachelor, where he endured the rose ceremony from hell to emerge as one of the most important mental health advocates in the history of the game. He is a pizza connoisseur. He is the ultimate Viking. He is Clayton Eckhart. Welcome to the Off Contract. Hi.
0: That is um, I, I love that. It was like you brought me up, then you kind of humbled <laughs> me with the eighth place on Michelle season and the Rose ceremony from Hell. and uh, it was a nice roller coaster right there of an intro, but um no, it's it's just really I'm happy to to be here talking with you, and I think we're gonna um, have some fun, fun with this one today. Um Thank much better spirits than when I used to be talking about a lot of this stuff, so uh, that's always great to be in a better headspace
3: oh i am so thankful to have you my fellow arizonian i just feel like we have that in common i want to hear how you're liking arizona and i i actually want to ask you if you had a walkout song because you're like an athlete i would love to play oh, a walkout man. song for you
0: that's a good question um <laughs> gosh i'm trying to think so i i remember back in college uh i was actually the freestyle rapper on the team so there was like an honorary freestyle rapper And, uh, it it became me. So I would rap every night before the Saturday game, we were in like the hotel and they would turn on an instrumental beat and I would like have a mic and my teammates would be, we would get wild. They'd be throwing chairs. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure the hotel hotel didn't like that, but, um, thankfully we had a budget to, to be able to pay for the broken chairs, but, uh, it was, it was rowdy and it was a, I think the song that i always like picked because it was a pump up song it's it's called uh Fineto by chief keith i don't know if many people know that but it's 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 pretty hardcore it gets you pumped we used to always listen to it in the locker room and so i actually ended up uh, using that instrumental a lot for my freestyles and, oh
3: uh, my it, gosh it do you still listen to it to pump you up sometimes
0: i haven't in a minute I, that's why i had to go back and think because now i've calmed myself down so uh if i want a pump up song that's it Uh, but I listen to more country these days. Uh, so for
3: uh, you, you're in the wild, wild west now. So,
0: well, that's the thing is, yeah, my, uh, and my brother, he's got a pair of cowboy boots and, 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 uh, I know, I don't know if you've went to Buffalo chip, uh, but I hear that's a really great spot, uh, up North in town. So, uh, there's some. Got kind of the country vibes around this, this part of this area, uh, look and, out the uh,
3: cowgirls will be all over you. So
0: <laughs> uh, cowboy clay, I'm feeling like, uh, it might be the the new name. So we're, uh, I'm happy. That's it's, it's been fun, but I've, I realized I had to retire the rap career and, uh, move on and, and be, you grow up a little bit, but it was yeah. fun for the time being.
3: <laughs> well, I've got to be honest. I'm so thrilled to see you thriving. And you've made kind of a splash on social media lately. Um, And I I saw your dance moves and we don't need to talk about it, but if you want to, um, you've been traveling a lot. So you were in, was it Pebble Beach? And it looks like you were at a sporting event recently on the Jumbotron doing some dancing. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm glad to see you thriving and having fun because it's nice. It's nice to see after everything you've been through. And I know you've been very open about your experience. So. I'm happy. Yeah, to things are you.
0: really great now. Um, I think, you know, I was in Monterey, uh, California for, um, it was an R I-, I heart radio event. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I really do appreciate those events because I get to, be with a lot of individuals that have went through a similar uh, situation uh, with other Bachelor Nation members. Uh, And so they just kind of get you like they understand what you've been through. And it's I don't have to sit there and feel like I have to explain myself. They're just like, hey, we get it. Uh, and it was, it was awesome. It was a great group of people. Um, what you're referencing made some waves because (laughs) Rachel and I, you know, we, that was the first time that we had met uh, up or like had actually spoken, I think since AFR on my season. Um, and we had really great conversations. She, uh, I mean, she's went through a lot as well. Uh, But it was just really awesome to see that like we both have made mistakes and and I've made a lot of mistakes, probably trumping many of hers. But uh, at the end of the day, we both, you know, kind of came to this place of, hey, like we went through a lot and we had we had to grow up and we did and we're ultimately grateful for all that had happened. And uh, we're able to kind of like look past uh, everything that had occurred Uh, just because I think, you know, we both understand the pressure of it all and realize that sometimes it can get the best of you. Uh, and it is a massive test of your character. I've never been tested more than that experience. And I think she would probably say the same on her end. So uh, it was really great. Um, and I, and it's, I think it, more than anything, I wanted to show people that, hey, listen, like you don't have to have these terrible relationships with your exes. You can have caring, loving relationships and respectful uh, endings. It doesn't have to. Yeah, there's like there's a period where we all have you know emotion that takes over rightfully so after what happened on my season <laughs> it, was, it was a train wreck on my end uh from what I, what all i did but oh but uh,
3: but think... it's not a natural situation i'll speak to that like yeah you say it's a train wreck but i mean you handled it the best that you could at that time after filming for what like two and a half months
0: yeah it was so quick and i think um he just that things move at hyper speed and yeah, I I went back and thought, why did I why did I you know not take more time to think? And it's like, well, because my mind was constantly spinning. Like it wasn't that I was sitting there in silence and just letting my brain blank out. Mm-hmm. I was constantly thinking, but I wasn't placing my focus in the right areas, and I was. Um, not sure how to navigate the foreign environment, so it, it took its toll on me. Uh, but no excuses. I also uh, it, it highlighted my insecurities and brought them to light. And I realized, upon looking back at it, that um, a lot of those insecurities bubbled up and manifested and showed themselves. And uh, that's where I said, okay, now I'm aware of these weaknesses that I have um, or I'll, I'll call them areas of opportunity. Uh, cause I like I to love just, that. the words matter. Right. And I, I took yes. that from somebody else. All of my ideas are things I'm like, I didn't come up with these things. Mm. These I read these from other places, but, um, the words matter that we use. And I, and so I said, you don't call it a weakness, call it, you know, I've, I heard to switch the narrative, call it an area of opportunity, um, and some, a way that you can progress and get better. And so I found those areas of opportunity. And I'm really happy. I've been in an awesome spot now. Uh, I care less about what people think than I used to.
3: I'm so, Uh, I know you're a people pleaser. And so I I, I I was going to say, it's good for you to hang out with Ari because he went through it and, you know, I was a villain in my season and I won the season and I was in your position. And like some people can like, let it roll off a little bit easier. I couldn't. And yeah. so I'm so glad to be having this conversation and that you're doing such good work and talking about mental health because it's so important and I've had a life coach and, but anyway, going back to that, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of nice to put a bow on it. Like me and my ex bachelor, we kind of burden the bridge pretty bad and we, we're that we're totally cordial. Like, you know, he's congratulated me and for better or for worse, having gone through this, you're always going to be attached to those people. So if you can put a bow on it and like you said, just being in those situations, like that's what it's about. Like you're like, Oh, this is the silver lining of having fun and going to Monterey. And you know, it kind of starts making it a little better. I hate to say it,
0: but yeah. No. And I liked uh, the word you choose. I I, I reference it a lot about the silver lining, finding the positive amongst the negative, but uh, oftentimes that we have to go through a period of healing and, and that for some people I've talked to, they come off the show. And as a former lead, they said that they went into a dark depression for six months to uh, a year. Uh, yeah. And so other people, I heard that they, after two, three months were just like, I, I'm good. Uh, And then I heard some people that just like, they walk off the show right away. And they're like, I didn't, I just knew that like these people's opinions didn't matter to me. And so, but we all operate at different speeds. And, uh, and for me, so I told myself, I said, Hey, you're going to get over this whenever you're supposed to get over all this and come to terms with it all. Uh, but yeah, so much of my life, uh, growing up as a kid, and this was my perception, my perspective, but I felt neglected. Uh, and, and a lot of that was probably, um, you know, my own, It's just my own thoughts. I, I truthfully, if I look back at it now, from the perspective I have, I wasn't really neglected from friends and family, but I wasn't receiving the, the same, um, you know, compliments and, and, and uh. Positive comments for all my accomplishments because I was comparing myself to others around me that were actually, you know, succeeding in certain areas, and I was like, "Well, I want that attention," and and I want, but I wasn't, I wasn't having the same success, so rightfully so. But I uh, felt that I was being neglected in that realm, and so that neglect led to me trying to always impress individuals, uh, and so then I was very conscious of what do people think of me, and if I saw one negative comment or someone scoffed at me. Uh, you know, if Mm -hmm. I was out in public and I was dancing and someone like gave me a look, I'd be like, I'm done. I just stopped dancing right then and there. And now you alluded to it earlier, but I was just in Kentucky and I put me up on the jumbotron and I'm over here just like hitting these terrible dance moves. I mean, Oh, please.
3: You were too hard on yourself, mister. I watched that a couple of times and it made me, it sparked joy in me. And it's, that's like one of those things that could go viral. Like it, and I think America needs to see that like, cause you've had a tough go and it is really tough, but Like to see you doing what you're doing is incredible. You are the ultimate Viking. I saw those (laughs) dance moves. What was it? Like a little Wayne song or something?
0: Uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, by Usher, if I remember correctly. Um, (laughs) But it was, yeah, I mean, I just, I I remember I I saw the video the next day and I had a couple of drinks at that point. So I. Oh,
3: good. A little liquid um, courage never hurt anybody.
0: Right. Exactly. It doesn't hurt uh, at all. But I, I just remember waking up the next day and I saw the video and I kind of just laughed because I thought I did never would have done this. Um, I remember I used to be scared if they put me on camera, if I was at a game and I was on the camera, I would just freeze up and wait for the camera to pan off me. And so it's really cool to see that progression and and go, wow, like I can make a goof out of myself and not care and just have fun. And, and, you know, I'm no longer so, you know, paranoid and so focused on if somebody looks at me now and I, and I'm dancing and they give me this, like, oh, he sucks. I just keep dancing. I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't think I'm good. I just have fun. Like, that's the point is I'm just having fun and I'm, I'm not concerned about pleasing people around me, especially individuals that I don't know. I'm like, you know, I can't please all of you. So as long as my friends and family uh, love me and, and and enjoy my presence, then life's good. So uh, it's been a long time coming, but I think when you're subjected and you can probably speak on this, um, I don't know your your full story uh, other than I think, were you recently on one of the shows?
3: I just Did was you, on like, last I mean, week with Lotto and Victoria okay. Fuller and Tajwan. And it was so fun. Like talk about full circle i mean it took me many years to recover from you know i was engaged to the guy we were together for a year the guy ben he was uh and that was a question i wanted to ask is before you went on your show did anybody reach out to you to like talk to you about what it's going to be like like any former bachelors or to coach you
0: nobody not to get
3: too off topic but i'm curious like
0: nobody reached out by the time i went on the show as the bachelor but i don't think that was because they weren't They didn't care about me. It was that I went straight from The Bachelorette to The Bachelor. I had less than a month in between. And so I think by the time they found out, I was like, well, they made it public. And I went to film like two days later. So there was only a two-day window once people found out.
3: It was a quick turnaround. And I was curious to ask you, how did you feel when the mayor of your town spoiled your your appearance? How did you feel?
0: Well, that was cool. Cause like they had been, um, you know, they were kind of tipped off, I guess a little bit also, I mean, I was, you know, around the area with a camera crew. And so people started tweeting and, and taking pictures and saying, um, like we think this, I mean, people could hear me too. I was at downtown St. Louis and I'm like, I'm your new bachelor. And I had, you know, five cameras on me and a can and a, and a film crew of 20 people. So, uh, it was pretty apparent people started taking pictures and then word got out and really quickly. And then, um, I think at that point, you know, the, the, if the mayor had found out prior, he was like, Oh, I can release it now. Cause it's all over. <laughs> um, oh,
3: absolutely. But were you excited Were you? Like, Oh my God, this is like happening. Like, I mean, you were fast tracked and I think that that's a rarity because it's not always like that. I mean, yeah, your situation's yeah. been unique through and through.
0: Yeah, it was, it was just so quick that, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't reach out to anybody on my end either because I, I, this was a mis- you know, an assumption I made or a bad one. Uh, again, I was, I try to limit my assumptions now, but I thought if I reach out to these other bachelors and, and bachelorettes, um, you know, they're not me. So they are different people, individuals, and if they share their experience, it's not going to be my experience, no matter what, like we are different people. Right. So, um, I just made the assumption that, you know, talking to them may sway me to, to, to act differently than, uh, how I would act if I didn't have anyone's, uh, opinion subjected upon me or their, or their insight placed upon me. And I thought, I want to go into this with, um, you know, no, uh, with no real, no, it sounds dumb to say this way, but like, I didn't want to have any, any other experiences, uh, projected onto me, uh, and where I would possibly change the way that I approached it. Uh, now in hindsight, I wish I would have. I wish I would have at least just asked and said, you know, Hey, what are the overarching things? I don't need specifics, but what are the things that I need to um, let go of? What are the things I need to look out for? Like, cause I had those conversations after the fact and I thought, man, I should, this would have saved me would have saved me a lot, of hurt. but I just didn't have the time. I mean, I made that decision in my head that I don't want to be influenced by others. Um, And, and then before I could even, question that or have someone call me i was already there and it was like at that point i was already in the i was in the environment and there was no reaching me at that at that point
3: right well and i i respect that i mean you're you're an individual thinker though and i get like not wanting to cloud i mean it's a lot you're processing and you know i remember my bachelor was talking about like he got sick a lot during our season and i was curious to ask you if you got sick along the process but like you got to like clear your head you didn't
0: no, it's I You've got a good
3: all. immune system. I mean, and there was like the time of COVID and like the making out. Like I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, and yeah, you didn't get sick yeah, at all. That
0: was, that was right. I mean, around yeah. I mean, that was during those two 2021, and um, and that was the big concern was if I were to get COVID, that it could shut everything down. And so, uh, so that we we were super protect, like protected. But I was still traveling around. I had always had a mask on. Um, but you know, I'd still be out in public walking around and people would come up and hug me and, and shake my hand and stuff. And I was fortunate enough to not get COVID. Uh, and also all the stress that I was subjecting myself to didn't get to me either. Thankfully, I actually, no, I do it. Now I think about it. I did have, um, I remember I, there was one night and I think it was just from lack of sleep, a couple days in a row, maybe like three hours of sleep. Oh, uh, I don't know. How I you just, do
3: that. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, it was, I was running on fumes and I remember my voice or like I had a head cold. Um, and, uh, but you know, they tested me to make sure that it wasn't COVID. It wasn't, it was just like, I was stuffed up from, um, you know, being super stressed and probably was right exhausted. Before yeah and I just it was like the you know the back to back to back days of three hours of sleep where my body was just like hey like you need to like lay down so uh, (laughs) but that was that was about it Uh, thankfully my body held up
3: oh good well I'm gonna talk about on contract questions okay um in your rookie season you won every important group date at which you were crowned the ultimate Viking and all of your accomplishments throughout the course of your life where would you rank winning the ultimate Viking?
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, like it's that's, that's funny. I, I, I thought it was just, it was just fun to let loose. Uh, you know, the one time that I get to uh, use my, and, and that was, uh, that was one thing that I actually thought was humorous was um, I was always on the physical dates. I was never on the uh, the poetry slams or the, um, you know, there was like a, a, a date where they went to a classroom and they were, it was more mental put you on type. the rap
3: date. You should have been on a rap date,
0: the poetry you thing. Do. I could have I knew how to rhyme, so I could have been on the poetry date, but I got, you know, the Viking date. I got, uh, you know, the top gun dates where I was, you know, battling with guys Odd. and sexy So we were, <laughs> yeah, we were like, but it was all physical and basketball date. They're like, throw him in everything physical and let him use the size. <laughs> so it played to my benefit. Um, but I will say I uh actually was slightly let down that day, um that it was the Viking date. It was still a ton of fun. uh, but they we had found out we had a little uh, a date card and it was a clue that oh, we yeah. realized we were the going clues. To, <laughs> yeah, we realized we were going to the Viking stadium and and I thought we were playing football because I know that that the show always has the Bachelor Bowl, and I was like, we're playing full-on contact <laughs> football. And so that night I, I remember telling the guys I was like, I got into my zone and they were like, Yo, Clayton, what's going on with you, man? And I was like, guys, like, I'm sorry. I'm just like, it's game day tomorrow. And they were like, oh no, like Clayton's like getting into it. And I said, guys, I just want to let y'all know right now that like I have nothing against any of you guys, but like this is my sport. Like yes. I played at a high level. I am not going to half ass this. I'm going to go full out. I'm going to lay every one of you guys out. I'm going to stiff arm you. I'm going to, I'm going to like treat tomorrow like I'm back in the NFL. And so they were all like, oh gosh. So I went to bed early that night um, and I got up and I got into the stadium. And I remember we were like on the bus there. And I'm like, I got, I think like, I'm sitting there like, as if like, I'm, I'm just visualizing. I'm like, the plays I'm going to make all this. And then I walk into the locker room and they have all these, like uh, this attire, like the Viking attire. And I was like, really? Like I've been worked up the last you know 12 hours, just sitting here waiting to just Crush some people. Like this is my, the sport that I love. Um, so I was a little let down by it, but uh <laughs> it was still fun. And, and we, it was, it just, it just wasn't what I had expected when they came out the tunnel, I was expecting it to be NFL athletes and it was the, the Vikings. And I, I said, okay, like, I guess at least you, I you
3: still crushed it though. You won the damn thing. And that brings yeah, me I mean, to my next question. When you were like, let's go your famous line. I mean that you yeah. have that um, what is a dogged persistence, um, mentality, which I really appreciate because I was, a com- I felt like it was a little bit more of a competition. Like I was, I was competitive too. I had like a baseball date, but anyway, um, you and in your season of the bachelor, you said, let's go. Was that your idea? Was that just come out naturally?
0: Um, we were just told to give a warrior cry. <laughs> uh, and that was the, that was the challenge. And so, I don't know why let's go was that just I was just thinking about what can I scream as loud as possible. Um, and we all like went down the line. And I have a you know, that was the one thing I'm like, oh I'm winning this one because I heard the other guys go and uh I was like, Yeah, my voice is a little bit more, it carries, it has a little bit more uh weight behind it. So uh you know, I just let it out. I I almost passed out because I you know, I screamed so loud and uh that like i got lightheaded uh and then
3: oh no uh, what's
0: what's funny about it get the medic (laughs) uh, yeah but what was what i think is funny about it and why i appreciate is that i get people that reference me as the ultimate viking but now i have this fan account that um people like they have a decent following and they all say good job clayton because that's what michelle's response was to um me saying let's go and it's kind of like they're they're kind of like not di- they're not digging at me it's all in good fun but it's funny because i everything i post now everyone's just like good job clayton and they're you know referencing what she said right after i screamed let's go and it it's just it's funny like it's just it's nice to it's just fun to like have that you know kind of banter online and and, and have people that are just yeah they didn't take the show that seriously at, at that point we're just like this is just fun um you know good nature yeah you me. could
3: brand that into a t-shirt i mean and what you're doing with you know your motivational speaking i mean that's on brand for you so it's gonna come full circle and i loved it personally i was like that's what we want to see his personality that was like you shining through so um
0: parts um, of me yeah i think that's what people <laughs> are like what, is he, what else does he do besides scream and be physical i'm like yeah i told the. i remember like telling the the producers i was like guys can we show a little bit more of like my thoughtful side? I mean, I, this would be kind of cool. Like I get the physical side of it, but I'd love to, you know, show a little bit more of that. They're like, Oh, don't worry about it. You'll have time to do that. And, uh, and we did like, there was other times, but I, I was actually so hyper aware of like, I've always been this way. Like I, um, built this, I constructed this image, this physical image really to just prove to myself that I was man enough. Uh, cause I was bullied a lot when I was younger and I was really small so i built you know i go in the i i was in the gym to try to just get bigger and bigger so that like people would stop bullying me um and then i got you know i used my size for the to get to play at a high level football but i constructed this whole outward image to just convince myself that i was man enough and, and good enough uh because i didn't feel like it when i was younger so um with that though i i am very like hesitant to just use my strength and size and physicality. Cause I'm like, Hey, I don't want people to think that I'm this brute. Like I want right. people to see that I have an emotional side too. Um, you know, this, what you see on the outside, that's the book cover, but like open up the contents. And there's so much more to me that you probably wouldn't realize. I wasn't always this size. I wasn't, you know, the superstar athlete. I, I you know girls I I was put in the friend zone by all all girls growing up. So Stop was,
3: it. They are yeah, their hearts zone. are dr- are breaking across America right now. And that yeah, is like know. wild to me, but at the same time I get it. I was bullied growing up and I said things like winning on my season and I, you know, like they didn't show me crying at all. I mean, people tease me after my season, like, oh, she's fake crying. And I've been there and I've lived it. And I feel like you and I both were similar. And we had a great ending to our season in a way, like we were a little on rocky ground towards the end. And you go through this thing and you want your happy ending and this whole thing. But this, like you said, silver lining comes from like this development and growth and I, I think you are too hard on yourself. I saw that in you, but of course you want them to show more.
2: Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about OneSkin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the SkinSafe seal of approval.
1: You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And OneSkin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off, oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you.
2: Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin and that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in.
1: Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.com. Dot .co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Clues underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes, mm. and there's no rhyme or reason to them. Y- you got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect, but now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies, and now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long-sleeve shirt and my... <laughs>
2: from the outside in
3: that you know
0: yeah well I also I've always used self-deprecating humor I still find myself
3: self-deprecating people they say that's a trait of a Canadian but you're not Canadian (laughs) I love
0: I've met a lot of Canadians recently actually out in Scottsdale as well uh oh yeah
3: tons of Canucks here (laughs) yeah
0: super super nice uh so I've uh, I've loved it I'm like I'll be an honorary Canadian any day of the week uh but it's you know I I use a self-deprecating humor a lot of times to deflect. Uh, but you know, I've I've recently actually had this thought of, you know, maybe I should stop. But although I would say that like self-deprecating humor is pr- typically received well. Um, oh, yeah. but I sometimes I sometimes make the joke, realizing deep down that I actually feel like there's some truth to it. So I almost say it as like a protective mechanism. And I find myself doing this a lot when I meet people that are fans of the show and they say oh i i mean i did this like literally over the weekend people are like oh my gosh i love you your season was so great and my first response is always like oh gosh i'm so sorry for how many gray hairs i probably put on your head or like oh please don't throw that water bottle at me right now or i just my joke I, is I,
3: like did i hope you took your blood pressure medicine that's my go to yeah. line you have those things where you're just it is self-deprecating and you know sometimes like what i learned is just to say thank you like thanks so much oh good eyes like you know i'm sure you get spotted a lot here well, and that yeah, does go I, I think, away it, eventually it, it it gets less and then you're kind of like wow i'm just free in the world
0: <laughs> yeah i think though too though i part of me i use that like i instantly they go i watch your season and my first thought is to say something about how bad of a job i did so that mm-hmm. like I beat them
3: you killed bunch. it
0: Oh, I mean so- I don't know it was a mess but I I basically I find myself doing that so that they yeah. we can kind of laugh it off
3: you just did um, it but,
0: <laughs> it yeah, was a then, mess like, it
3: wasn't it
0: yeah, you but, really yeah right and I and that's but I I don't think in hindsight I mean I still I don't want to also I, it's it, to me it's like also being mindful and, and trying to be respectful of I don't want to ever downplay the pain that I cause so it's it's a balance it's like I, I don't want to sit here you're a like, gentleman yep,
3: you know, and I'm, you have big feelings.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to tell people, like, they go, oh, I loved your season. I'm like, yeah, wasn't that entertaining, the rose ceremony from hell? I really screwed those women up. Like, I would never, right? Because it's like, I no. still know, I still remember, like, it was yesterday, the looks on those the, their faces and the pain that I caused. And I'm like, I never mm-hmm. want to ever make it seem like I'm downplaying what I did. And so that's why I think part of it, too, why I still kind of make those comments, because I was like, hey, I know I hurt people, and I don't want to make a joke out of it. Um, I, I just take it for what it is. I'm like, you know, how do I reflect back on it? I think I do think it was a mess. I, I really wish I would have done it better. And if I was the person I am today, I would have completely navigated it differently. But um, I tell people I I believe I had to be the Clayton that I was then uh, and not the Clayton I am today because I was not going to learn those lessons any other way unless I lacked a little bit of emotional maturity, unless I lacked a little bit of empathy, these were, uh, and and also if I wasn't a people pleaser, like all these things, they shed light on my insecurities and I needed to be that Clayton in order for those insecurities to come to light. Not so it's, I think it all happens for a reason. And that's what I've seen it as is like, I'm really apologetic. I'm really grateful though. At the same time for what happened, um, do I regret going on the show now? Um, do I wish I would have done things differently? Yes But I can't change that so I just say oh, I wish I would have done things differently But I didn't so that's just the way I see it nowadays. I can, I can only look forward
3: That is just beautiful. Oh my gosh, my heart my heart is smiling and you know I wanted to touch on you've been extremely outspoken about your own mental health after the show Which is something that is so needed not just in the bachelor franchise, but in the uh, reality tv world so Um, Have you had any other players reach out to you uh, for any coaching or positive reinforcement?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've had people that um, have reached out, absolutely, uh, individuals that are struggling in their own realms, Um, some people that are villainized, uh, some individuals that are just, yeah, former leads uh, that need, just just need to vent, right? Like, just need to talk to somebody. Like you
3: said, have that instant connection.
0: Yeah, because there's just no matter how much and we can only say so much anyways but of the course. only person the only person that's going to understand what you've went through is somebody that's went through that exact experience so um i've had a lot of great conversations with former leads that i just I'm, i i say something and i'm like i don't know if that makes sense like it makes perfect sense but when i explain it on a podcast or to the public people Again, they're only getting this little bit of information that I'm providing, but it's like with everything that I'm saying, with every action I'm dissecting, there's probably 50 things that I either can't say or like, you just won't understand it if I do say it. So um, it's it's not relatable,
3: which I totally get. You have to sidestep. It says that you got to do the old bob and weave.
0: Yeah. And that's where, I mean, I started trying to explain everything. and, um, And I realized, I said, no matter how much I try to explain this, Um, there's just certain things that you'd have to have been there in order to, um, to know where, where, where I'm going with this. And so there's just, um, yeah, I mean, I found out I was kind of wasting my breath by trying to explain Mm -hmm. it. Some people got it, but others, um, you know, what I found out was more than anything, I just needed to accept uh, responsibility for what I had done instead of trying to explain my, my side of things. Cause there's, you know, there's, what do the people say? There's like three sides to the story. It's your side, the other person's side. And then like. and and, and like the truth, like in between that, like there's, there's three truths to it all. So um, I, I just realized I'm like, I can't explain something that's so convoluted, something that's so complex. Um, I said, you know, I should just spend my energy on uh, moving forward instead of trying to Uh, explain my past. So uh,
3: I love that. that, that
0: That's a growth. Yeah. I mean, that take, that takes growth to come to that place, but
3: it's still hard. I still fight the urge to help people and want to like, you know, and, and they never take your advice, but you want to try to help. And that's i I've definitely been there and that's so good. You really have a good head on your shoulders, man.
0: Yeah. I think too, though, you made a point just there saying like, sometimes people won't take the help. I think we all have an ego. um, Oh yeah.
3: I always say your ego uh, is not your amigo.
0: Yeah. Well that's the thing, is like it's (laughs) I but it creeps up. It does, and your ego can also. I mean, it's there's it's positive. I mean, your ego is is it has good good aspects to it. You know, when I look in the mirror in the morning or after I do a workout and I'm feeling super good about myself, I, I look in the mirror. That's my ego talking, like, "Man, you look good today." Like,
3: oh, my walkout you know, songs, my ego. When I'm at the gym getting yeah. hyped up, I'm like, I could, you know, I could rule the world, or you know, yeah, So get-
0: like that ego, you know, it's like that that self centeredness, but it's like it's 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 also your your biggest hype man to. To say, you know, hey, like, you know, you're let's let's get it. Like you got this today. Like I've had plenty of times where my ego, you know, I was super nervous. Um, like when I was training for the NFL and the scouts showed up, my ego was like, Hey, like, let's go, man. Like you're here for a reason. So, you know, like you it need has that though.
3: You need that yes. person to like, okay, fly. Yeah, you need that, fly. you
0: need that inner voice. Um, but sometimes that inner voice also is selfish and it says like, hey, don't. Why, why are you over here? Like, uh, you know, allowing people to say this about you, like, tell them the truth. Like, let's tell them the real truth. Like speak and in this up.
3: case, you can't really, it's really yeah. hard to do that.
0: But it's also, yeah. I mean, that's where it's like, my ego was telling me, I don't need your opinions. I don't need your advice. Like I can do this on my own. Like I've gotten this far in my life because of my own doing. And that was, very egotistical, where I'm like, "No, you did." You know, now I reflect back, I'm like, "No, you did not. You got here by all of the people around you, your support system, um and you know you can call it luck, but I think luck is when opportunity was it was it preparation meets
3: preparation. Yes, we were the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah like, meets, uh, opportunity. Oh,
0: I'm like, but that's where like you have to have opportunity present itself. And, but I was prepared for it, but still I'm like some of these things, man, like you did not make it here by yourself. So, but the ego likes to take credit for it all and say like, no, I got this. I don't need your help. I'm not you. I'm me. Um, and, uh, my ego was humbled and I talk about ego sacrifice. It was super important for me to to like address my ego and say hey listen buddy like take a seat <laughs> you got, you got get us in the back seat buddy yeah like you got us into a world of a mess right now so like sit down like you're in yes. time out you, i always you, say turn
3: the me. volume down i turn the volume down on you, you got it yeah. especially if you're yeah. a competitor and you're an athlete by nature and you know you definitely got it that's really well said and that i want to talk about your book because i love what you're doing like i said i think you are speaking up and you're helping people. And I know that probably gives you so much joy. So I want to talk, you wrote a book and it's coming out. I think, I believe you said in the, at the beginning of this in two days. So, um, let's talk about it. Tell me, tell me about it, because this seems like a passion for you and you're so well, so well-spoken and educated about this. So
0: let's talk as much as as I can be. Yeah. I, um, it's, it's funny. I, I have imposter syndrome still to this day because um, the more that I get uh, entrenched in this mental health community, the more I start, um, uh, meeting, uh, you know, the, the, the pioneers and the experts in the industry. And I listen and I follow them, uh, on, in their social media accounts and they have so much wisdom. And, um, I, I, I compare myself naturally, like we can talk of about, of course,
3: comparison to I compare myself to everybody's podcast and I'm just starting, yeah, exactly. and, but it's like, and, but you gotta start somewhere.
0: Yeah. And I, um, there was a really good, uh, video I saw, um, of Tony Robbins, you know, he's a, he's a big time speaker. Oh uh, yeah. And-
3: I know him. <laughs> well, I don't know him, right. but I've, I've, I listen to a lot of motivational speaking. So
0: yeah. And he's, you know, probably the best in the industry. Uh, but uh, I've I list I would watch his 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 post you know his most recent post and I'm like I am nowhere near Tony Robbins nowhere near like I should just give this up that was my ego talk saying like dude you're nowhere near this guy like why forget it like you you're can't like hey compete.
3: loser get in the back you're never gonna be yeah. Toby Rob whatever yeah. Tony Robbins and not,
0: yeah and I'm not yeah, that oh might God, be the drink talking there yeah <laughs> Toby <laughs> um but no it's but, you know, that's the thing is I don't have to be Tony Robbins. And honestly, I mean, that man is, is an absolute um, you know phenomenal person. And like he's, he's I mean, he's done what very few people probably will ever do. I mean, he's probably if you think motivational speaker, he might be the greatest of all time. Um, but then I saw a video he posted of like 25 years ago of him speaking. It was still very incredible, but it was a little bit less polished. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I watched that and it was, he was at the time in the video, I think 29 and I I go, okay, actually I see this video. He was still a better speaker than I am at 29, but, but the, the gap now, all of a sudden I said, okay, wait, I feel like I can get to that point. You know, I just needed to see a different reference point. And so, um, you know, just having that, that mindset or seeing that and educating myself and and, and finding this new perspective led to me starting to have a greater sense of belief. And that ties into, uh, the book I'm writing, 180 Degrees, which uh, I talk about re-nav- like reorienting your life where you may be walking down the path of death to um, turning 180 degrees in the opposite direction and walking down the path of life. And I, I, I talk about how um, as I started to find more belief in myself, I found more happiness. And how can somebody go from a place where they don't believe in themselves to a place where they finally are starting to actually believe that they can achieve things in life. And so that's what the book essentially is about. Um, I go back in seventh grade where my mental health struggles began, and I talk about how I had zero belief. And then I go through in chronological order, um, and I bounce around a little bit, but I, I try to keep it in order up until present day, and show all of the different things in my life that helped me establish a greater sense of belief. And I talk about how I was able to do that by myself, um, whether it was um, you know mindfulness—that's a big one—I talk about. I also though talk about you know the different like going to therapy and um, and journaling, uh, but then I also talk about how others helped me find a greater sense of belief in myself so the story is just there to hopefully individuals can read and say and i set it up where i have these six principles and i talk about 30 degree changes at a time so six times 30 makes 180 degrees and i say if you pour into each of these principles then you will end up being able to make this turn but they all work together so and, and so that, here's the you
3: thing. are so smart you have like actionable items in this to like help i hope people. so yeah i mean
0: i i wanted to make it try to like make it relatable right because i mean i don't <laughs> know if you've ran across this and you can speak on this but um a lot of people we almost, I don't want to say we get dehumanized because I don't want to use, that's, that's a pretty powerful word. I know where you're going
3: with this. It's, it's, it's not relatable what we've been through. You're still too fresh coming off. It took me years to get to the place that I'm in now. Years. It took a long time, but people don't relate. Even when I wrote my book, um, I I called it, I didn't come here to make friends. People took that title so literally, like she's still mean, like The trolls come out at night, you know, and it's just so hard to make everybody happy. There's, you just can't.
0: Yeah, really can't. Yeah, you have to. tell yourself. It sounds like
3: you kind of dumb. Not hate to say dumb yourself down, but you make yourself smaller to make other people feel better. In some, at sometimes, you know, because you've been through something that no one's. I mean, it's like less than one percent of what you've been through. That's why you have this unique platform to share how you've turned it into something better or for yourself because yeah. c- it was hard. Yeah, if, I mean, and You don't want to complain and you don't want people to be like, right. why are you complaining? And you got to, I just saw that picture of you on Instagram with a, that amazing backdrop. And I read it and I was like, wow, that is so cool that you had that experience. Like, and you get to share yeah, that I, as well.
0: Yeah. And you know, it was, it, and that's the biggest thing is I think for me, I wanted to show people that, um, you know, I know that you may all look at me, some of you and say, I can't relate to this kid at all, uh-huh. but that's where yeah. the book is me opening up to say, yes, you can. Um, you know, have you ever felt stressed, depressed, anxious? Have you ever been bullied? Have you ever lacked uh-huh. self-confidence? If, if, you know, if you've went through these things and guess what, we have a lot in common. So right. that's and we are all
3: the-, the, all the same. That's what the Dalai Lama says. You know, we are all the same, which I've read so many help, self-help books and I can't wait. So where can everybody get your book? Is it?
0: Um, I will have it posted to my Instagram where okay. I only like, I only like to have one social media avenue, yes. you know, outlet. Same. Uh, it becomes overwhelming. So I like, so I like Instagram. That's, that's been my media channel of choice and when it's good to go i will post a pick. Uh, i'll post a, a static post so that you know it's announcing it's out and then i'll have it in my bio um okay you know, i if-
3: would love to read it and get a cop advanced copy and help promote it in any way possible and send it to everybody i'm so proud of you i mean just it's got to be cathartic writing the book too it's also emotional i remember there were days where i was like i can't work on this anymore because it brought up a lot so yeah Will people yeah, fans no. get like any bachelor tea or any insight into that time in your life? Like a little a little tea?
0: Um I would say that they will people will get insight into my inner thoughts. I do talk about the show and a few experiences in it. Yeah. I mean, I do reference it. Um, I, I don't I reference the the night where Susie and I um, you know, had our our, our disagreement and when I lost my cool. And I I give behind the scenes or like an inner, like oh, I like take, so great. I take people into my mind and say, here's what, you know, this is why that's I kind of yeah, what
3: I did too.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I, um, I, I, I do, I do talk about that and I do provide insight as to here's why, you know, what you saw, what was happening in my head uh, at the time. And so, um, I do, I do talk a little bit about it. Um, but you know, no, no like, uh,
3: No, that's perfect. I mean, people will really be interested in reading that. So I'm going to just put it out in the universe. New York Times bestseller right now. Um, I'm so proud (laughs) of what you've done. I only have a, a couple more little questions for you. They're fun ones.
2: Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? and that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in.
1: Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended Even better, gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Ever
2: catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
3: So, um, would you ever go on another reality TV show? Uh,
0: yeah, I would consider it. I, I, at this point I see the value. Um, and what I think is really cool is that, uh, social media, uh, reality TV, um, they can be a tool to, uh, push what you're passionate about. And so, um, depending on what the show is, I mean, I, I know like, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure when people say that, they go, do you want to go on paradise? Um, like that's the next thing that people would see possibly happening. But I know there's other people that go on different shows. And um, for me, what I see is that it brings more exposure, which then allows you to shed or to, to shine a brighter light on what it is you're passionate about. So for Help me, more
3: people. Yes.
0: Yeah. So for me, I saw like, even this last week, like, um, you know, with Rachel and I, we were posting, you know, just like that fun video and just like, we're like, Hey, we're on good terms. Like. And we posted that and, and, um. And it like brought a lot of traction to my page, which was good because then I could say, Hey, here's the things I'm doing in the mental health realm. So all of a sudden now, as I post a story about mental health, it gets, you know, three to four times as many views. And it's like, this is great. Cause this is what I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And you know, if, if it's going to bring more eyes on it, then like, that's, what's so great. And also like, it's, you know, beyond just like the exposure that comes, that allows you to shine a light on what you're passionate about. Um, it also is a very unique experience to go on reality Mm -hmm. TV and it's fun and it's a once in a lifetime thing. And it's one of those things where I think looking back, it's like, why not do this? Like have fun while you can, you don't know, you never know. I mean, some, you might find love, like you could find find love on paradise. People find love on the bachelor bachelorette. So if it's that show that I go on in the future, um, you know, it's, it's, it's with an open mind that like, what are my expectations just to have fun and just to be myself and whatever's meant to come of it will come of it. So I just believe everything happens for a reason. And if I have a future on another reality TV Mm -hmm. show, then I'm meant to be there for what reason, who knows? I, I don't question it anymore. I don't, project. I just let me just go and and then we'll see what comes. Oh, the
3: opportunities are going to just come. I'm not worried about you at all. I could see you on um, the traders. I could see you doing sports broadcasting. I mean, the world's really your oyster. And that's kind of what you were saying about the beauty of all of this and like making you feel good and making you feel joy. Like I love doing real estate. I'm really good at it. I'm so excited to have you join the community, but like, this is what energizes me, like having, mindful conversations and helping people and i know my book help people as well so i'm excited for i can't wait to read your story and um yeah this is this is really good stuff clayton i really appreciate your time and you've been generous with your time so um i would love to see you on another show even paradise like you said but i'm sure it goes down in the dms i'm not worried about you romantically like if anything you've gotten all the tools now to like Okay, what am I looking for? What are my boundaries, and is that yeah. is love like on forefront? Or are you just kind of focused on work right now?
0: Um, yeah, I think I'm really focused on what I'm currently um, building, which is uh, you know I, I've been writing my book for the last eight months, and I want that get to get wow. that out.
3: It's a long um, time.
0: I mean, yeah, uh, it's and people are telling me in, in book terms it's kind of quick, but I've been. You know really just eight to ten hours a day sometimes writing i mean i when my when my mind starts going it just goes crazy so
3: oh yeah well, um, hey when you I, feel those those uh, moments of creativity you gotta do it
0: yeah exactly sometimes so, you feel
3: low and you're like oh i don't like i found the time of day of like okay i'm good in the mornings i need to write then so yeah. but that's absolutely
0: yeah so it's been um i i, I focus I, I'm again that's gonna come out soon i'm getting my real estate license and hopefully the next couple weeks. Um, so like I've been really putting a lot all my time has been spent on just working and I've had a little bit of burnout doing that, but um that's why I'm like okay, I need to balance it. Uh but I've kept my mind open. I mean, I am going on dates, uh, I am keeping options open and I've met some really great women and I'm sure. um, (laughs) And I just you know, I'm like, well, again, I'll see where it goes. I I am just continuing the conversations, whether it's uh, continuing the conversations in mental health, whether it's continuing the conversations romantically, I'm like, I'm just going to keep pushing forward and showing up every day. And then uh, when it feels right, it'll all fall into place the way that's supposed to. So that's just the way I'm approaching it. And
3: you're having fun doing it. And what a beautiful thing to share that side of you that maybe we didn't get to see um, and my last question is Do you have any guilty pleasures? I know you love pizza. I would love to hear about what your favorite pizza is or brand is. If you do, you know. My
0: favorite pizza is most Pizza because I'm from St. Louis. So anyone that's from St. Louis loves it. Most people that aren't from St. Louis despise it. Yeah. Or Can I get that on
3: Amazon? I want to try uh,
0: it now. I, I want to say, I, I don't know the answer to that. I feel like people have said, you can buy them at the store but i don't know if that's just only in the midwest and, and around missouri um, but nothing like it's not the same as like going to one of their stores so um that's my favorite pizza though by far there's there's nothing close to it in my opinion but i'm super biased being from st louis <laughs> um, guilty pleasure any
3: guilty it could be anything
0: I, the one that i always think about and i've mentioned uh, although i haven't um, when i buy a new place i'll probably get back into it but i've always actually appreciated candles <laughs> um and lighten them up. So, like I think it's kind of like
3: That's sexy. Good well,
0: for you. Like, yeah, it's like very uh calming. So I think when you um you know turn off all the lights and you just light like 10 oh. candles and put them throughout the room, like that's to me like a Friday Saturday night thing. And if you got somebody with you, I mean it's just it's just nice. Like it's oh, just relaxed, my
3: gosh. Do you buy them um, yourself? And they're not cheap, candles. You should start a candle line, Clayton. Can <laughs> uh Clayton's Lighting candles. candles. Same Just candles, hot off are. the press, right here. It could be like yeah. the smell of Arizona desert on a rainy, you know, moody night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to think about what smell. I I, uh, I used to always get this one candle. It was I would it was always the same one from Walmart because uh, I love Walmart. I'm a big Walmart shopper. A big and,
3: Walmart uh, guy
0: yeah, I'm like, a, I have a hard alliance with them. I, I don't stray from them at all. Everything I buy is from Walmart. So
3: brand loyalty. Uh, I like it. yeah,
0: i I have been yeah, since since I was young um and because so, that's like we it's all we had growing up in my hometown, essentially. but um, I like to stick to what I know. but, uh, there was a candle that had, it was uh vanilla caramel and what was the other one? Chocolate. Maybe it was, mm. it was like all, it was, it was like a three-tiered candle and it <laughs> used to smell incredible. Um, so I haven't bought any since I've been in my brother's apartment, but when I get my house, I uh, oh light
3: it up, honey, just go crazy, light, up. light it yep, up so well you are a, lighting up the world. And I am, thank you again for your time. You've been very generous with your time and I know you've got a lot going on and some fun travels coming up. So, um, thank you. And the, call me and I'll send you my cell phone number, but if you need anything at all, I'm here. So,
0: yeah, no, it sounds great. I'm sure we'll have plenty of I me mean, now being in the same city. I'm yeah. sure that we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about and definitely, I'm sure we'll bump into each other at some point. So I, uh,
3: absolutely. And have fun at the boot scooting boogie.
0: I I haven't <laughs> been there yet. I don't know what that is, but sounds, <laughs> sounds dangerous.
3: Get your boots on, get the steel toe. What is it? Steel toe?
0: Uh, you can have those I know that boots also like usually have about two inches of lift I know that's because my brother's two inches shorter than me and he wears his cowboy boots out so that he can cancel out my height advantage. He's also a single guy, so oh. he always takes he takes my height away by wearing his boots. So I told him I was like, I'm about to get my boots so I can get my two inches of the lift too. Oh
3: my god, you're um, gonna ke- have some. Just keep having fun. That's what it's yeah. about, really. Yeah. And yeah, oh, enjoy. Well, I'm. Thank you so much. I know you gotta you got a heart outro, so wow, that's our show. Thank you so much, Clayton Eckard, for joining us today. You are the best, the 26th crown and ultimate Viking, a true legend in the game. And you can find him on Instagram, his platform of choice under his name, Clayton Eckard. Follow along during his healing, his journey, his book is coming out. The silver lining is he is dancing again. Talk about relatability. Who doesn't overthink? Thanks for tuning in. Until next
0: time, we've been off contract.